Welcome to the End Times Countdown. I am your host, Pastor Matt Nichols of River Valley Prayer Center in the beautiful Ozarks of Arkansas. And guess what this podcast is going to be about? You guessed it, End Times. Seems like there is a lot of people that have a lot of opinions, a lot of... uh, ideas about the end times, but I want to use this podcast to go back, of course, and look at the scriptures, look at the absolutes for end times, look at um, the one who actually prophesied end times, Um, and I also want to go back and take a look at some of our um, church ancestors, ministers, that uh, way back in the day and even up until recently have spoken a great deal, received visions from God about the end times and the things that are going to come to pass in the end times. And I tell you folks, we're there. We're there. I don't know of any other podcast or media outlet that is doing this, and this is something that's been on my heart for for quite some time, because I don't think we realize how much has already been spoken into this earth and into the church and into the world, warning the world about the things that are coming in the last days. Um, and if you haven't picked up in your spirits Listen, whether you're a Christian or whether you're not, if you haven't looked around to see that something is terribly wrong and that there are things happening um, that are just absolutely out of the norm, um, I don't know what planet you're living on, just to tell you the truth. All you've got to do is click onto your uh, internet browser, whichever browser you may be using, and you're going to see stuff happening all over this planet. Um, and what's interesting is, is if we don't know, if we don't understand end times and, and, and the messages that have already been put out here for us to consider and for us to work with and look at, we're going to be completely oblivious. And so really that's what this podcast is about. It's about bringing awareness, just awareness of these things that are going on around us. You know, there's a whole lot happening right now about tearing down historical things, um, you know, because of the, the ideas and the things that they represent, the way that they're perceived by the culture today. But I tell you what, when you do that, you lose the understanding of who we are and where we've come from and how to avoid the things in the future that unfortunately may have happened in the past. That's the same way with prophecy and prophetic utterance and things that have been given to people by God, either through the Bible or outright through his spirit in the planet today. So this is really where I want to go. I don't want to lose the historical significance of these things, but I certainly don't want to lose the spiritual significance of things that are happening right around us every single day. There's so many things that are happening um, recently here with the United Arab uh, Emirates and with Israel, with Jerusalem and the peace treaty and the things that are happening here. Folks, if you don't know You'd never know that this is one of the most significant things to happen 
uh, prophetically in our time period ever. And you might ask, really, well, why is that such a big deal? I mean, yay, finally there's peace happening in the Middle East, right? No, 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 way bigger than that. And why is it so important? Why is it such a big deal? Because there is something prophesied within scriptures, within the Bible, that talks about a third temple that is to be built by Israel in the same place that the temples, the Herod's temple, Solomon's temple, were built in Jerusalem. And there is prophetic utterance in the scripture that says in the last times and before the second coming of Christ that that third temple is going to be built again. It's in Ezekiel. It's in Daniel. There's different places throughout the scripture. And so if we don't know that, all we see is just a peace process happening in the Middle East, which is great. Don't get me wrong. That is outstanding. We're happy to see that, right? But there is a huge component prophetically in times that is behind that and working in that. So we think, yay, Donald Trump did something wonderful. President Trump did something great that no other president could do. Let's toot his horn. Uh, Benjamin Netanyahu did something great and let's toot his horn. But the gist of it is this, both of those were just put in place by God for this thing to culminate and for his prophetic utterance he gave well over 2,000 years ago to come to pass. So my point is, is we've got to we've got to realize that God isn't trying to keep things mysterious. So I'd like to start this podcast with just talking about, right off the bat, the very purpose of prophecy. And according to the scriptures, according to the Bible, the purpose of prophecy is to exhort, uh, to encourage, to warn people, to prepare people. Um, Listen, not just maybe for bad that's coming, but um, maybe even for good that's coming. It's just a preparation for something that's coming that's going to happen that will affect the entire planet. Every human that's, that's on the planet during that time when the prophetic utterances come to pass. So it's also here for correction. Um, the biggest message of the Bible is repentance. And I think sometimes a lot of people consider that a four-letter word or, uh, you know, a joke or, or, or whatever. Uh, repentance really is teshiva, if you, if you will. And right now, it's amazing that we're recording this in the month of the Jewish month, Elul, which literally is the month of teshiva. Listen, all that means is a returning to God. It's just a coming back to him. And repentance, even in the Greek, is metaneo. just simply means changing my thoughts, my attitudes, my behaviors to align myself with God's thoughts, his attitudes, his behaviors. It's just a coming back to him. So within all prophecy, there is a hint, there is a, a, a suggestion of correction, of repentance. <laughs> because why? Because he made you and he wants your life to be good. So, again, purpose of prophecy, it's just ultimately to cause an event to come to pass according to a predetermined plan, 
right? Um, a predetermined plan not made by us, but made by the divine creator who has set everything up in order and knows what's coming to pass, knows where human nature is going to go. He's already set and detailed everything from the very beginning of time to the very end of time. And so the purpose of prophecy also is for hope. Um, in Second Peter 1.19, prophecy is a source of hope and a future glory. It's something um, that is inevitable to come, but it's for the greater good of a person and for mankind. Yeah, and just like all of the statues and the things that people are adamant about tearing down today, it's their pur- the purpose of prophecy is there to cause a remembrance, right? It's to cause a remembrance. It's to cause us to recall what it is that God has said and to give us a hope and a future and something to press towards to a cause. I tell you what, as a society today, <clears throat> we have lost... And I think this is part of the generational problem today is the generations have lost a sense of purpose. They've lost a cause. And so they're willing to embrace anything that seems like a righteous cause. Well, prophecy literally spells out capital C-A-U-S-E. It gives people a cause and a hope and it gives us direction to a higher cause a higher purpose, and an ultimate end. And so, while we're talking about prophecy, then we've got to realize that there is no prophetic utterance, there's no prophecy that's in the scriptures in the Bible, or really that even has been given to a physical human on the planet that's of any personal interpretation. And I tell you what, I really believe that the reason a lot of folks are put out um, with with this kind of stuff, with end times kind of things, and I'll be honest with you, if I can, usually if somebody says, hey, have you heard of so-and-so? They just said this, or they just did this, or, you know, or, or a Facebook uh, group or, or page or something that is, you know, end times, prophetic, yada, yada. I'll be honest with you, I usually stay away from those. And you know, that's sad because usually I'm staying away from those because it goes literally from way out here in the left to way out here in the right. And everybody is wanting to share their opinions and what they think and what they have, uh, you know, supposedly been told. And it's just everywhere, all over the place. And a lot of it are things spoken that I already have a pretty good handle on because I've read other historical prophetic things and because I have read things and it's and it goes together hand in hand with the scriptures but the problem is is so many folks like to try to put their own spin on it they like to uh, have their own independent revelation have their own personal interpretation but there is this it's something so important to know there is no personal interpretation there's no secret revelation to prophetic utterance and i have to tell you the truth sometimes we have to just take it for what it is and work with it and literally if it witnesses with me believe it 
and allow that to shape our, our thoughts, our attitudes, our behaviors in, in the route that we're going and where we're headed. Um, prophecy will always line up with Scripture. I'll say it over and over and over again. Prophecy will always line up with Scripture. If you get something that's half in and half out, throw that junk away. <laughs> because God's not schizophrenic. Despite what the world thinks, despite what others think, he's not schizophrenic. He's not going to tell this person one thing and then turn around and tell this person something completely different. And then neither one of those even line up with what he's already said in his, in his word, in the scriptures. So there's no secret revelation to any of this stuff. It is what it is. So let me just, let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. So in the scriptures, it talks about in the book of Revelation that there will be two prophets that will come down and they will judge the world for so many days and they'll have the power, the ability to call fire down from heaven and they will go through the streets and they will preach and they will minister and you know what they're going to say? Repent, (laughs) repent, last chance, last call. And what's going to happen is, is in some way, somehow, these two prophets are going to be killed. They're going to lay in the streets, it says, for several days. And it says, the scripture says in Revelation, that the whole world is going to see it. Now, if you will, think back even just, I'm old enough to remember, just 30 years ago. 20 years ago. Think about before internet. Think about before satellite. If you can, I still can. Hey, I still had the little pager on my side, right? (laughs) Yeah, showing my age. But think about when before even we had internet, before we had satellite. How on earth is everybody on the planet going to be able to see that? Yet, for thousands of years... People have believed that. People have seen it and may not have understood it, but they believed it to be true because it's in the scriptures and because God said. Well, now today, thousands of years later, with internet, with satellites, with our little iPhones, we can now, I can stand in the middle of Ghana, Africa, and film something live stream it from my iPhone and it can go halfway across the planet all the way to the United States of America, all the way to Canada, all the way to Europe, and you can watch that in real time. This is the kind of stuff I'm talking about. So it's easy for us to hear something. It's easy for us to, to you know, hear something prophetically or see something in the scriptures and try to figure it out or try to somehow give it a personal interpretation or you know come up with some secret revelation that's actually not there because guess what you don't have any idea yet <laughs> that thing that is talking about may not have even been invented yet so we've got to remember that and this is something that I caution people with a lot is getting onto websites and getting onto this and that. I'll be honest with you, some of the prophetic things we're going to read, um, coming from William Branham, coming from Smith Wigglesworth, coming from A.A. A. Allen, coming from um, Brother Kenneth E. Hagan, and different, different other folks, you may go online and you're going to probably be able to Google it, and it's going to look like, because there's 1,500 hits you're going to find on Google, 
that try to disprove everything that they've said. (laughs) Why is that? Because everybody wants to have the revelation. There is such a great push today. Here is a huge purpose of prophecy. It's such a great push today to disprove the Bible, to disprove Scripture, to find all of its inconsistencies and to find where this doesn't match this and that doesn't match this. Well, it can't be true. If it's an absolute, then how can it be wrong? How can there be things here and things there? And I don't know, maybe we'll even talk about that as time goes by. But every prophetic thing that I'm going to read on here and and where we're going to get into this and look into Scripture, we're going to look at it and prove it out with the Bible, not with what Prophet Bill said, not with what Pastor Dan said, not with what Sister Whoever said, but we're going to prove it out with Scripture, and we're going to look at it, because that's really the only way that you're going to find out whether things are in line or not, and whether we should believe those things or not. I encourage you, stay away from Google. Google is not an end-time prophetic machine. And the fact-checkers that have risen up from the sands of the earth, as it seems right now, come on. These guys have a hidden agenda. They're, They're not really interested in finding the truth. We're interested in finding the truth. We're interested in the purpose of prophecy. I'm interested in putting these things out here and proving these things by the scripture because listen if we can prove them by the scripture and they are going to come to pass wow wouldn't it be great if we would know it in advance so that we can prepare for it in advance and see it when it comes and guys get ourselves in position with god right so that we're we're ready for when these things come and they are coming So, I would like to end this very first podcast, our introduction here, uh, with 1 Timothy uh, chapter 1, verse 18. And of course, Paul's talking to Timothy, which is the young uh, pastor-to-be of the church in Ephesus. And he says this to him, This charge I commit to you, my son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before on you that you, by them, by those prophecies, by those prophetic utterances, might war a good warfare, holding faith in a good conscience, which some have, having put away concerning faith, have made their lives a shipwreck. There's There's a whole lot more about prophetic utterances um, than I think we have given attention to in the past. And that is my purpose with this podcast, is to bring these things back to light. And eventually, when we get through these and listen to these and look at these, um, we're going to wade into the book of Revelation and look at the prophetic implications that are within the book of Revelation, because the Revelation literally is one huge prophecy. And so consider, if you would, what Paul was saying to Timothy here, according to the prophecies which went on you, they went before on you, on you. So you're carrying those things. 
and that you by those prophetic utterances might war a good warfare. I've always taught this. What's a good war? (laughs) Some people would say there's no such thing as a good war or a good conflict. But you know what a good war is? It's one that you win. It's one that you're victorious in. It's one that you overcome in. You know what a bad war is? It's a war that you're losing or a war that you lose. Yeah, so prophecy is always to prepare us to win. It's always to prepare us to be victorious. It's always there for us to overcome. So join me again with the next podcast uh, where we're going to look into the 1933 visions of a man named William Branham. Um, amazing prophetic utterances about things that are to come, things that, I'm telling you, many of these things are already happening. They're already coming to pass. Many things have already come to pass. And you've heard this probably your whole life about California falling off the United States of America into the ocean. We're going to look at that. We're going to talk about that. We're going to examine that. Um, and look at it with a lot of the current events and a lot of the geological things happening today. So, yay, that's all I have for this episode. All right, and so thank you for joining me. Come back, join us again. Um, reach out to us. Um, end times countdown at outlook.com. Love to hear your feedback on this podcast. Really would like to hear your questions or comments. Um, And maybe some prophetic things that you have heard that you'd like to share. Maybe you'd like for us to examine together during this uh, endurance of this podcast. And so, hey, until next time, listen, guys, be awake, be aware, and be ready. See you next time. (laughs) 